0: Welcome back to another episode of You Are Just a Number podcast. A podcast regarding leadership and teamwork on all aspects of life. In this podcast, Tim explains that he never saw himself as a leader. He sees himself as a take-charge type of person. And you will hear that he does take charge of things while taking into account the concerns of others. So people indirectly look to him for his leadership. To learn more, visit our blog site, which is youarejustanumber.com. That's the letters, justanumber.com, all one word. I'm Jim Zellum, your host and author of the book, Stepping Stones of Leadership. So let's get started. everyone. Today I have Tim Sprink uh, t- uh, for an interview and he's the owner and managing partner of International Veneer and Timber Company. So welcome aboard, Tim. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So why don't you tell our audience here where you came from and how you got to where you are today?
1: Um, I grew up as a single child in a in a home in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Um Spent my time through high school just enjoying the outdoors. Uh, That's what led me to my interest going on to college at the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point uh, with forestry and eventually spent four years there and earned a degree in forestry and business. And uh, started in a career path then, post-college of private industrial forestry, um, mostly in the sawmill or veneer mill business. For the first 10 years of my career and then branched out on my own and started a company within that industry um, after gaining some knowledge and, I guess, expertise, uh, working those previous jobs and here I am today doing the same thing.
0: Well, was it a little scary going into your own business though?
1: Uh, It was the most scary time of my life and I look back on that. Um, and now I don't think twice about making decisions that I would have taken me a week to make, uh, then with, uh, experience comes confidence, I think. Um, and I, I always go back to a story a banker told me at the very beginning of my career. And he said, I had a client once that when he owed me his first $200,000, he said he laid awake in bed at night for weeks and days and wondered how he'd ever pay it back and the banker paused for a second and then he said now that he owes me five million dollars I'm the one who lays awake at night in bed wondering how he'll ever pay it back (laughs) and there's a lot of truth to that uh I think with experience comes expertise and confidence yeah
0: yeah so in building your own company I mean not you know you uh you had to have some good leadership skills so and I'm Apparently. sure you built some pretty uh, built some pretty good teams. So, can you uh, give us a little insight of how you develop these leadership skills to, to take your team forward?
1: I, I don't think, as I started through any part of my career or any point in life, that I ever viewed myself as the leader, so to speak. And I, I sort of, when you asked me to do this, reflected back a little bit on life and there was always situations through grade school middle school high school where those things are now more evident to me that whether it was a small school group or something I I always tended to float to the front and had ideas and would take projects on and and just do them so like I said I don't really think of myself as when we're going to do something I'll lead it I, I just it just happens naturally and I think that's one of the biggest things um, that I see in myself is that it always just came naturally because I'm the type a personality I'm just a doer if something needs to be done I don't sit around I'm the first one out of the chair and we'll knock it out and go on to the next thing uh, I, also by being that way I've always learned to take pride in what I'm doing and I feel like I'm that guy that can usually deliver uh, or I make it happen or I solve the problem or come up with solutions to help people solve the problem. So I've always been able to produce results effectively, I think at the end of the day and um, was never afraid to take the challenges on that allowed me to do that.
0: So let, let's just take that a step further now, okay? So. You do take, you know, you just, like you said, you just float to the top, but you always have a team always supporting you.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, and, you know, it takes, uh, I think some type of skill to lead a team because, you know, there's different personalities, you know, yeah, you might all want the same thing, but you got to gel all those people together for the same thing. So, uh, how, how do you see that coming about?
1: Well, I think one of the most important parts that helped me identify with leadership characteristics and traits or tendencies was when I was before I was self employed and working for a company. um, Reflecting back, I guess they saw that in me too, because they invested in a four week training course that took throughout the course of a year that was all leadership development skills and it was all with peers from the wood industry, um, some of which I knew, some of which I didn't. And we made great friendships, but we learned a lot. We learned a lot about ourselves. We learned a lot about other people and we learned about motivating other people and team building and all those. So uh, when you look back on it, I've just sort of always taken those skills learned in that course. and. Further developed them upon your natural abilities. I, I would say.
0: So you kind of like learned your leadership and team building through, I, I guess, uh, what your own personal experience and the experiences of others. Is, is that? New? Yeah, absolutely.
1: I, I think another place would through others was at two points in my career. I I kind of remember back um, a mentor type uh, person that was a boss or a coworker and. Um, I still re- reflect back on things they said to me um, 20 years, 25 years later and uh, find it useful. So I think we all get in those positions where other people teach us a lot and uh, it, it's a great thing.
0: So can, can you share any stories or experiences that you did about building successful teams or anything like that? Um,
1: Sure. I, I think uh, one of the, one of the best, if and as long as you don't mind, I'm going to include you. I'm going to indulge here because as I reflected on that question, the the our condominium that we both are owners in the association, um, it's a great example and it's very relevant because you and I have shared it together. And I e- explaining that um, from the from the beginning was uh, Jim and I both own a condo in a complex and. There was a process of transition happening between the original developer and the unit owners. They all became full and it was time for him to transition out and the association to take over. And there was no real clear path for that. Well, it's a small association, but we still had a whole bunch of different ideas and different goals and different perspectives from all the individual unit owners. And Jim, remember we, we met for 18 months and We agreed and we fought and we talked through it and we worked through it and we eventually came to a position of leverage, you know, to make it happen. But that happened through developing a group, part of the group as a committee and to represent all of the unit owners and take all of the thoughts and concerns from everybody and put them into a package we could all agree on. And that team did that. And We eventually came to having a very strong majority of numbers and 18 months to two years after the beginning point we finally worked through a resolution to make everybody uh, come to a uniformity and an agreement. Um, Not everybody got what they wanted but it was a very successful project and today I think we're very happy that we own those condos and the people living there are very happy. And we have a really nice little association to to build on and to grow with. So it was classic. We had a lot of turmoil, we had a lot of controversy, but the group and the strengths of the people persevered to take us through that. And I just happened to be the one who led that team and and, uh, was the president, elected president of the association. So it was pretty gratifying to see that all come to fruition at the end i think it's a great example because you understand
0: it as well as i do excellent and it actually gives a good example of synergy where you know the team pulling together was more powerful than all all the individuals of the owners coming together and trying to get something done absolutely yeah
1: yeah and we would have never made it happen without those synergies and without the synergy of the majority of the people for sure
0: exactly exactly so, uh, Tim, has the virtual world changed? I mean, you know, uh, some of it, even, even with the condo association, I mean, not everybody's always there like me. Okay. So did, did the virtual world affect your leadership? If so, how?
1: Oh, um, I, I think that it has in small ways for my business. We, th- through COVID and becoming more virtual, We have adapted to things like this instead of a meeting in person, everybody is Zoom. We're traveling less uh, to see customers or other employees, other facilities. And I think the place that I see it affecting us most is what I like to refer to as the water cooler talk and the lunchroom break. Um, I think it's a vital part, the morning cup of coffee where everybody is together and gets the day started and analyzes what we're all going to do. The uh, running into each other during the day or being in an office across from someone, that face-to-face contact, I think has been the biggest challenge for us. It takes more effort to make phone calls or to do a video conference than it did to do that stuff. And water cooler talk was naturally progressing as your days and weeks went by because it happened in passing. And I think there's a lot of that that isn't there now.
0: Yeah. It it, it just, it just happened. You know, it wasn't that you planned for it like you planned for a zoom meeting and a lot got taken care of by that water cooler. Okay. Absolutely. You know, it, it was, it was an informal meeting where a lot of things got done.
1: Absolutely. Yep. More than what more than you realized, I believe, too, Jim. Um, more than you realize happened during those different points of a day.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people laugh about uh, even people going out golfing. Okay, oh, yeah, there they are golfing. There's a lot of deals made on a golf course, and a lot of things just you know, even just go fishing, just go do something with somebody, you know, having that informal contact, a lot of a lot of decisions are made. Absolutely. So, So, Tim, what's your future look like? I think the future for us
1: is good. Um, Us as a company, we're still thriving and we're growing. We do international business. uh, So we're shipping logs as as a log in a metal container on ocean vessels all over the world. And that uh, has progressed and kept going right through COVID. And I think with or without COVID, we'll eventually get past it. But our, our trends and in the industry and our sales projections are very strong and very good. Um, And part of that is the world is just a smaller place nowadays. So uh, it's so easy to communicate like this or by email. And uh, in the day you would send, uh, at the beginning of my career, you would send a fax during the day your time and you would not get an answer back until the next day by fax because they got it at night. But now we're communicating instantly with texting programs and apps and sending videos and pictures of our product, uh, communicating 24 seven with people in China. And China is one of the growing markets still in our industry, manufacturing is there and uh, the resource that we have here of available wood is like no other in the world. So I think all the trends tend to make me believe we'll have a have a pretty good ride for a while.
0: Excellent. So I got two questions for you because I'm gonna ask you to give some advice to the audience, okay? But I, I think I, I wanna put them in two arenas, okay? One is, what advice would you give anybody becoming about leadership and teamwork and building that synergy of getting a group to do something?
1: Um, I think there's a number of topics that I would pick on. Um, I made some notes um, with my thoughts and first I would say that you should always form your own opinions. Without your own opinion you have no direction to try to influence other people or to take them down a path with you. Uh, secondly I would say You look for when you have a group or you have an employee or someone um, that you're working with, you seek commitment and not compliance. You're not demanding they be part of it. You're seeking their legitimate commitment to helping you or helping the cause. Um, I always did this not knowingly, uh, but I would say also making decisions with your people in mind. So the members of your group or your team or your employees, you have to think about the outcome for them uh, before you make certain decisions. And I think that's really important. And they tend to take that to heart uh, when you do that. Uh, I always ask for feedback and I always celebrate success. So whether that be a thank you or a pat on the back or a small gesture go to lunch or a monetary bonus, it doesn't matter. Um, people respond to thank you and please just as well as a check, I think. And, and, and they, they need that, we all need that. Um, two last points on that I would say, uh, I think you have to get out of your office. Um, some of the, whether that be me here today, going out in our log yard and spending time seeing what people are doing, or it's somebody that's running a plant. Uh, I had a mentor early in my career and he made a point every day, walk the floor, say good morning to everybody by name, let them see him, let them be approachable to him. Um, and it was very successful for him, I think. So uh, getting, getting outside and getting involved with people um, in your group or workplace and be real, just be yourself and be honest and be straightforward. Um, people genuinely embrace that and I think they recognize it very very easily too Oh
0: yeah they, they the people yeah. can re, can really find out when you're depend I mean if you're real or not or if you're faking it Absolutely So here's a question that I really formulated based on our previous conversation in this interview in here So what advice would you give anybody looking to go into business
1: uh, be willing to take risks and be willing to listen to other people um, that you surround yourself with. Um, One thing I've done throughout my career is I've always tried to surround myself with like-minded people. And when I say that, I don't mean ones that think exactly like me that have the same morals or goals or backbone, if you will. Um, And when you do that, Uh, If you're able to do that in your groups or at work with employees, I think you bring some cohesion right out of the gate. But you also, I've never asked someone that's worked for me to do something that I wasn't willing to do or had already previously done, Um, right? Uh, So I think it's important when you're going to have employees, if you start a business, you can't run a business without employees. So You're going to have them and it's important that you're able to show them you know what you're asking them to do or have done it so that when they come to you for advice or technical skills or anything that you're able to answer those questions and they know why you're in charge and why it's your business and it's also a reason of why they should follow you
0: got you got you well tim i really appreciate you taking the time out today uh uh, talk with us and give us you know your expert advice of what you've done in life
1: well you're more than welcome i'm i'm flattered that you asked me jim actually it uh um i debated about answering yes or no when you asked it's not this is not my forte i'm not a guy that likes the limelight and i'm not a guy that has to stand in the front of everybody And but uh, i thought it was a good opportunity to reflect on myself too
0: Well, and I like that, that you said it Reflect on yourself because, you know, it's really amazing because by, by all these podcasts I'm doing and interviewing, people don't realize how much they got to offer. Okay. And, you know, your story just might get somebody else's, you know, be great experience for somebody. So again, thanks, Tim.
1: You're welcome. Yep. Thank you.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast with Tim Sprink. Every time I have a guest on the podcast, I learn something. I'm sure you heard Tim say he never saw himself as a leader, which I have heard from quite a few guests. However, when you take the concerns of others as you move forward, you inadvertently become a leader. People believe in you. Basically, you don't make yourself a leader, others do. You know, people learn a lot from the experiences of others. So if you have something you would like to share, please contact me at youarejustanumber.com. That's the letters, you are just All one word. Until next time, have a great day.